People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Right, so anyone that's still here must have joined Patreon, so thank you very much, guys. Thanks for staying with us. Yes. Okay, so interesting little tale here for you. The Walton Park Gnomes. Okay, so what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd give Walton Park, is that UK? Yeah, uh, Nottingham. Yeah. So what I thought I'd do is I'd give you a little bit of the background to the story, and then we'll go into a transcript of actually what was recorded yeah okay so this is back in 1979 when a small group of children right were wandering in the park early one evening and much to their surprise they were chased by gnomes in motor cars <laughs> okay the children said there were about 30 cars in all and each had two gnomes in so 60 gnomes okay the car made no mo- motor noise but had a button a bell instead of a horn, triangulish lights, and some of the gnomes leaned to stir them. So they didn't necessarily have a wheel, they actually just like <laughs> turned side to side to move the car. You know, like there's some planes that used to operate like that back in the day. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, you leant back to go, like, you leant forward to go down, yeah, you leant side to side. one of them go karts as a kid. It's all on pulley, yeah, yeah pulley strings, yeah, yeah. Pulley strings. Uh, so maybe that's what the gnomes are using, which makes sense, I suppose. I mean, it's more easier than steering wheel. Anyway, so um, where did they get to? Another child said there was no steering wheel, just a round thing that turned with a handle on it, and the car could also jump over logs, which is pretty fucking handy if you're a gnome. <laughs> the gnomes were described by one child as about half the size of me, okay, and had long white bears with red at the bottom. Long white bears with red at the bottom? And they had little white and red cars. And they were chasing us. Another child describes the birds as long and black. They wore tights instead of trousers. And some were torn with yellow patches on. Um, They wore blue tops and green caps. And big bobbles at the end. The gnomes had old wrinkled faces. And were friendly. And they laughed joyfully. One child said they didn't talk. Another said they shouted at each other, but in a language that he could not understand. One child said you could see them clearly as there were lights hanging in the tree. On occasion, the gnomes chased the children, but one child mentioned that they'd seen the gnomes previously on another night and they just ran off um, rather than chasing the children on this occasion. One of the children mentioned the gnomes chasing them by the gates. And another ran out the gate, but the gnomes didn't follow them. Uh, the child thought this could be because they don't come out of the light, um, and they might have died if they come out the light. So, again, you know, how big are these bloody gnomes? Well, this guy, one of the kids said it was half the size of him. So I, I'm thinking two and a half feet, three feet tall. Okay. Um, well, probably two and a half feet. I mean, uh, well, tall kids, yeah. Yeah, these <laughs> are just little kids. They're not, you know, they're not teenagers or all. Um, okay, so then we get into the transcripts. So at the time, transcripts were taken 
uh, from each of the children. And there's actually a picture of the in the Nottingham Post they published an article with the children and the head teacher actually discussing this situation. Yeah, uh, transcripts were taken, and each of the children in, in question were given a set of uh, questions, and they and the answers were basically put put down. Um, there's a guy who's been looking into this called Simon Young, um, and, and he found these transcripts, uh, unearthed them again, and he's been looking into it. Um, but okay, so the transcripts given by the, uh, give the location of the site as the swamps. Okay, and they said they went back into the bushes, and there's wire around them. A fence is where they get in. Uh, we went in the bushes. When it was daytime, we couldn't see nothing, just trees and swamps. Another child mentioned the swamps as having a big fence around it, and normally you can't go in there. You have to keep out. The third transcript mentions the gnomes coming out of a hole where the fence was. The children saw a gnome coming out of the hole on top of a tree, and the child says, We went over the fence and looked at them, and we went closer to them, and then went and they went back in their holes. One of the children uh, was said to have fallen into the swamp during the chase. So presumably the children entered the forbidden uh, fenced-off area, which obviously begs the question: Why this area is fenced off? Obviously, I know there's a swamp there, uh, or some marshland, whatever. Yeah. But but you know, why is it fenced off? Is it for this reason? But if you read if you read some of the accounts, um. That almost sound like from reading. The, now I might reading might be reading between the lines here, which is quite possible. But I would say, if you read into these accounts, right, the children almost talk as if the as if they're entering an area of the park that they've never been before. Yeah. Okay. So they're saying there's normally a fence here, and we can't go any further than that. But for whatever reason, this day and the previous time they saw them, they could access this area. It was because even even in the thing they're saying, well, it's half eight at night. Yeah. Obviously, the gate, the, the park's closed. It's open to all. It's gated. It's locked. And they're saying, no, no, it was open. We could go in. So that they're almost talking. I don't want to say like uh, another dimension, but they're almost talking as if they're accessing somewhere they should not be able to access. The normally. gnomes have the key. Okay. And again, that c- crops up in many many gnome accounts. Uh, we've got some other ones to look at. Um, I think we'll, we'll probably do it next time. I've got three stories from... Deborah sent me three stories, and one of them's a gnome um, account with a very similar sort of background. Okay, so... The story spread and spread and received media coverage, as you can imagine. And although there seems to be mention of the gnomes at the Museum of Walton Hall today, the gnomes have not been forgotten by folklorists. Uh, just recently, a great article appeared in the Nottingham Post seeking children who originally saw the gnomes. And again, this is from Simon Young. He's trying to contact people who were children at the time in yeah. 79. Yeah. Now, he's trying to contact them now to see if they can um, you know, recollect what they actually saw. Um, An earlier mention of fairy folklore in Walton Park can be found by Marjorie Johnson, Seeing Fairies, where she writes an account given to her many years ago by Mrs. C. George, a long ago as uh, 1900, was passing the gates where she saw little men 
dressed like policemen standing and looking very happy. We were, they were about two to three feet tall in height and hadn't and hadn't any wings. Okay. She also mentioned that fairies had been seen dancing around the lake in the park. This book also contains accounts from Jean Dixon who became aware of the gnomes whilst walking in the park and describes them as eager to show her the scene and objects that delighted them as she followed them around the park. Okay, so there's quite a lot of um, accounts. Now, the area in question, this swamp, is not a swamp today. This is a recent picture of it. It's kind of like a... Um, I mean, it's overgrown, and it's, uh, but it's like a dry riverbed yeah. type thing. Okay, there's no swamp there now, but the thing that's the area, and it's still fenced off. Someone right, fencing around you it. Can't go in there; it's private property. But um, again, this may be the area. I mean, gnomes themselves uh, is. Some say it's sea dwarfs that have morphed into gnomes. Because it sounds like they're a bit bigger than usual garden gnome or out like that. Well, but no, I mean, most gnome sightings are about three foot tall. Well, three foot? Yeah. That's quite tall, then. Yeah, I, I think, like, uh, you know, we see a lot of Disney where we think fairies are these little fucking Tinkerbell things uh, with wings and all that shit, and it's just not... Yeah, it's just no way it's near not the case. Um, now, the reason, obviously, because I said the park's closed off at night time, one of the reasons mainly for the, reason, uh, for the park being closed off is because it's dangerous. There's a lot of sandstone caves, for yeah, example, yeah. and stuff like that. There, there is a lot of uh, you know marshy land and that. So that that would explain why they why they close it off. I mean, they close a lot of parks off. No, they do now. Yeah, they don't want people shagging in them for oh, a start. Well. Yeah. I mean, there's not many doggers and um and all the rest of it. Nocturnal activities and that. And they certainly don't want people going in there because you get a lot of youths going in there driving yeah. motorbikes and all the rest of it. Don't so. Yeah, maybe that explains why, why it's uh, why it's um, closed off. Okay, so transcripts then. So, like I say, Simon Young managed to unearth these forgotten transcripts, and there's some transcripts here. I think it's two boys and a girl that were questioned at the time, and their responses were recorded. Um, so what we'll do is we'll go through them now. We'll go through one of them now. The other two that I'll put them up available on social media and stuff like that. If anyone wants to read the rest of what the kids said, but I think these are interesting because it was taken at the time. Yeah. Okay. And not only that, but a lot of them um, corresponded with each other, which again is interesting. If they're just making this shit up. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah. So do you want to read the part of the interviewee? I will. Interviewer, sorry, and I'll do the uh, part of the interviewee, which is little boy in this case. Can you tell me what happened on Sunday when you went to Wollaton Park? Well, we was going to Wollaton Park, and we came back, and we heard a noise in the forest. And then these men came out, about half the size of me, with long white beards and red at the bottom. And they had little white red cars. And they were chasing us, nearly caught P.O., which is the little girl. Oh, sorry, the other little boy, I think. And the, uh, the, the other one was called A.O., was it? So P.O., when he says P.O., that's the boy. Uh, nearly caught P.O., and P.O. fell in the swamp, head first. And they kept chasing, and they didn't talk. They were just laughing. It was friendly and joyful. And what time was this? It's about half past eight. So Wallerton Park was closed, was it? No, the gates were still open. 
Hmm. And was it dark? Yes. Very dark? Not very dark. You um, could see... Uh... Where were you? We was in the swamp. Where the swamps are. What do you call the swamps? And again, this is just where it describes basically... Location. This, yeah, the swamp. And so there would be street lights in the road there? It would be light enough to see? You're not in any doubt of what you have seen? Pardon? You've no doubts at all what you saw was little men in cars? No. How many were there? There was about 60. There was uh, 30 cars, two men in each. Did the cars have any lights on? They did have lights, but they weren't on. How fast were they going? About 40 or 50 miles an hour, I reckon. Really fast? Yeah. Did they have engines? No, you couldn't hear them at all. And when they first came out, were you frightened? (laughs) Yeah. Was that the first time you'd seen them? No, that was the second time. What happened the first time? Well, they didn't actually chase us. We'd just seen them, and they ran off in the bushes. Was that on the same night, or was this a long time ago? A long time ago. In Wallerton Park? About six weeks holiday. In Wallerton Park? Yes. Was it in the dark? Was it dark when you saw them for the first time? Yes. It was only... uh, They only come out at dark, I think. And there wasn't anybody else around. There wasn't any adults there. Right. Now then, what were they wearing? Well, they didn't wear trousers... Well, they did, but they were like tights. It was like yellow. Last night, they had blue top on, blue fin top, and they wore a cap with a big bobble at the end. Did you get the impression that they were friendly? Yes, you could tell by their face, and they laughed. They kept laughing? Yes. Did they? Nobody said anything? No. Did you talk to them? No. Did they play with you? Yes. What were they doing then? Chasers around the trees. They stayed in the cars, did they? I think they did. I'm not sure. So you just. But they was in the cars most of the time. Yes. And how long were they playing with you like that? Do you think? Uh, about a quarter of an hour. Uh, then we went home. We ran home. And did these little people? Uh, what happened to them when you started to go? Did you see where they went? They went back in the bushes. There's wire around them, a fence, that we can't get in. They went in the bushes, and it was daytime, and we couldn't see nothing. Just trees and swamps. You couldn't see any marks or tracks or anything? What do you think it was that you saw? Well, it was similar to a dwarf. Were you surprised? Yes. How many children were there when you saw them? Seven. And they all saw exactly what you saw. I think they did, because some of them, they were coming from the swamps, and they just went. Who was actually with you, playing with them? You mentioned Poe. Yeah, me and P.O., Rosie and A.P. And what about the older children, did they? My sister Julie, my sister Julie, well, my brother Glenn, he was crying. Was he? Why? He was scared. How old's Glenn? Eight. He was frightened by them? Yes. But you weren't? No. You'd like to see them again? You've got no doubt in your mind 
but what you saw was real. Did you actually touch them? No. Did the cars touch you at all? Did they bump into you? No. Anything else you can think of that might be important that you can remember? No, I think that was all. I went home. Did you tell your parents? No. Why not? I told them before we saw them in the holidays. Um. And they didn't believe you? No. I see. Okay, that's fine. Thank you ever so much. Okay, and then it goes into the second interview, which I think is with a little girl. Yeah, I don't but think it's... Lee's got enough helium to... Uh... No, uh, I, mean, I could do it if you really wanted. Um... No, go on then, we'll do a bit of go PO on, as we'll well. Do yeah, a may bit as well. We've got fuck all else to do, have we? Might Just well. drinking beer and eating pizza, so we may as well do PO. <laughs> and I think PO was the little girl, if I'm not mistaken. There's uh, uh, PO and AP was the girl. Uh, well, no, a PO might be the boy and AP might be the girl, sorry. Go on then, second interview with PO. Right, P.O. First of all, can you tell me what happened, in your own words, on Sunday when you were in Wollaton Park? We was Walton. Uh, we went about 8 o'clock and we went home about 10. Uh, running, I don't know why they're all Cockney, by the way. This is in Nottingham. <laughs> um, running down, saw some little men chasing us. Uh, they were in cars, but didn't harm us. Uh, and though they were nice little men. Had you seen them before? Yes, that's twice I've seen them now. And the first time you saw them, what were they doing then? AP heard them first, and we thought there was a lady in the woods. But it wasn't. It was cars. There was bells ringing, and hooters. Hooters? The cars had hooters on, did they? Well, not hooters, but bells. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, now then. <laughs> now, when you were in Wallerton Park on Sunday, it was dark. So... How could you see them if it was dark? Well, because they were dressed in yellow, green uh, and red. You could see them in the dark. They just showed up. Can you describe what one of them looked like? Uh, well, they had a green hat and a pom-pom at the end. They had uh, yellow trousers and red cars. Just red? Well, it was different colours as well. What about the tops? Uh, they were blue. What about their appearance, their faces? Well, they had... Beards, white, red at the bottom of it. They had crinkles on their faces. Uh, they were old and... Were they frightening? Yes. Uh, they wasn't scared of us. We was more scared of them. Why were you frightened of them? Just because they were so strange, you mean? Uh, well, we felt they was going to hurt us. But they didn't, obviously. No. So, how would you describe the way that they were? Were they angry, or were they sad? Uh, happy. Did they talk to you at all? They couldn't talk, only laugh. Uh, they were laughing uh, when they were chasing us. And it was just a game they were playing with you, was it? Yes, just chasing us. Where were they chasing you? Do you know the gates where you come in? No. <laughs> Don't know whether you do or not. Uh they were chased us round there. The gates were locked, uh, so we started to climb over. Then AP opened the gates, and we ran right through. Because they don't come out into the light. They just come outside, they might die, or something like that. Because of the light. Because of the street lights, you mean? Yes. Did cars have lights on them, their cars? Uh, kind of funny lights. Were they on, switched on? Mm, yes. 
When you say funny, in what way? Well, kind of triangulish. How many would you say there were? Uh, about 60. Uh, 30 cars, two in each. Hmm. And how tall were they? Uh, up to here. Uh, up to your waist, yes. And did any of them get out of the cars and... Tripod, Daddy! ...run around? Or were they all in the cars? Uh, they couldn't run fast. They could just walk. So some of them did get out? Uh, about ten of them, something like that. The ones that got out of the car, what did they do? They just waited, because uh, some of them went out, I mean, ran too far, uh, and the others come and shout them. Ah, they didn't shout words that you recognised? No. Did one of the cars bump into you? No. Did it chase you into the swamp? Yes, AP fell over the, into the swamp. <laughs> How did that happen then? He was chasing, uh, something about logs, uh, um... It was about deep in the swamp and he fell head first. What happened to the cars? They couldn't get over the logs, I don't suppose, could they? They could kind of jump them. How were the cars powered? Could you hear the sound of engines? No, they got a button what they pressed and they wanted to turn them. Um, they had to lean over to the side. And how fast could they go? Like a normal car. 120? You didn't actually see them going that fast. They was, uh, they could have caught us. But you got the impression that they just wanted to play. Hmm. Would you be frightened if you saw them again? No. What do you think they were that you saw? Mm. It's not the usual thing to see, is it? You don't think they were like children? They were like gnomes, something like that. And you're absolutely convinced that's what you saw? Hmm. And the others saw it as well? There's no doubt in your mind? Well, AP shouted, uh, but uh, be stupid. It was like uh, Julie Elliott had said. And then afterwards, they were just walking home. There was a little gate, and about 30 cars came out. Uh, one after another. Then Julie said, You're right, AP. And she apologised. And then we just ran. How long were you with them, do you think? About two hours. But you weren't with them for two hours? No, about a quarter of an hour. I see. Thank you, Poe. There you go. Hmm. Interesting. But there's a lot of, um... You know, there's a lot of things in there where they sort of tally up to what each other yeah, says. Yeah, well, the, some of them. You know, the white beard with a red bit at the end. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I know uh, some of the other statements maybe say that they had black beards and that, but I'm presuming that they are all different colored Different beards. ones, yeah. They're just particularly ones that... But bloody 60 of them. This blue top thing, it's almost noddy-ish. You know, the cartoon, the, yeah. the noddy. And I think maybe the person who was interviewing them was trying to get them to say almost like, is it like noddy? Pushing them into it, You know it, what I mean? Because yeah. I said it had a bobble out, and I think yeah. a, a bobble on the end of his hat, which I think noddy does. Um, but... I was thinking down the lines of Smurfs, me. Yeah, Smurfs as yeah. well, yeah. Especially when they said blue and that. But they didn't say the skin colour was blue. No. But it never actually asked whether the skin colour was blue. It'd be interesting if Simon Young managed to get hold of some of the people that were there back in the day. Yeah. And ask yeah. them. But because um, I don't think you'd necessarily forget something like that. Uh, those sorts of details. Maybe it's possible. But you know, when you're talking about 30 different beings, 60 different 
um, yeah. creatures. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a lot to uh, take in. You know, what I find interesting, again, it's kids, so we've got to accept the possibility that they're just making it up because kids do make shit up. Yeah. Uh, but you've got quite a few kids here involved, and you've also got kids where for the first time they, they came and said, we've seen these gnomes, they said, it's bullshit, like Julie said, it's, that's blocks. You know, yeah. They, didn't happen. And then when she sees them herself, she's like, fuck, and then she apologizes. Oh, sorry, I didn't believe you. So you've got that element in there as well. This is yeah. not once, it's twice. And again, it's in that period, you know, that, that summer period there where, you know, I actually had my own fairy experience at the, 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 the exact same time, six weeks holidays, some yeah. holidays. Uh, where they had theirs. So, you know, I don't know where that plays into it all, but it does seem to be that means that, you know, you know, between my experience and their experience, it's very similar there. So, um, and it, it's interesting as well that all the kids say that they made no noise. Now, if you think of a car, the first thing you do as a little kid, if you're moving a car like that, you don't run across the map with a car like that. You go, don't you? Yeah, you're making the noises, yeah. So, it's very interesting that they don't say they made noise. Yeah. They, they purposely say, no, there was no noise, you know? And then when you're talking about, they all say again, you know, again, when you're thinking of a car, how does a car steer? Well, a steering wheel. Yeah. You know, I know it's 1979, but they've seen cars, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, But they say, no, they just leaned over to move the cars. They didn't have a steering wheel. Um, And it's also weird that they all say there was two gnomes in each car. In every one, yeah. Which in is every one. weird as well. Um. No, I don't know why gnomes would go out in pairs, but they obviously do. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting enough case that we should probably mention it here today. Yeah. Um, and again, I've meant I've contacted Simon Young, so if he gets back to me with any information, more uh, up to date information, then I'll obviously either get him on the show or pass the information on, whichever's easiest. But again, you know, it's a, it's a fascinating little tale. It's different. It is different. It's weird, something like that. And uh, uh, I don't know if I mentioned, but yeah, it's not in in the UK this happened. And... It is, yeah. Wallet and, wallet but it's and certainly be interesting for us to pop out there, you know, one time. It's only an hour up the road, hour and a half. Yeah. If you know, forever down that way, just pop to this place yeah. and, you know, maybe... And what the other uh, interesting aspect to this is that it was dark, okay? It was half past eight at night, but they were almost saying there was some sort of where they were, where these beings were, there was some sort of light around them. And now he and the interviewer said, well, was it a street light and that? But if you listen to, if you actually read what the kids say, it almost sounds like there was a light emanating from the area that they were, yeah. that swamp yeah. area, there was a light emanating. Back in light. And this is where they were yeah. operating. Uh, this is why they could see him clearly, even though it was dark. And yet they wouldn't come out that area. Now, obviously one of the kids speculates that they'd probably die if they came out of there. And again, that's just speculation, but... It is intriguing that they stayed in that bubble, you mm. know, and whether, the, you know, whether they create that bubble, whether they can operate in it, whether they, they can control that, I don't know. But it is interesting that you see this. Um, and again, you know, you've got many, many fairy stories where people see them. And when the fairy clocks on that, you've seen it blinks out, it's gone. So that shows some element of control over dimensions or yeah however they i don't know whether it is dimensions or whether it's they've just got an ability to make themselves invisible to the human eye because again we know we only see we're practically blind yeah we only see what is it 0.5 percent of the yeah. light spectrum yeah we don't see ultraviolet we don't see infrared we don't see any of those other colors no so whether they've got a way to make themselves appear even if they could make themselves ultraviolet yeah you know like that we couldn't see them no and there, we, there's many 
different fish. But many different trace of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, if there was running or something, you'd probably see the footsteps yeah. or whatever. But you know, like flicking up dirt maybe or something like that. But if they just made themselves invisible and stood still. Oh yeah. You know, because you know we have got in nature, we've got chameleons, we've got um, squid, we've got all these things that can turn themselves. Adapt. Adapt. Yeah, can change Adaptation, the color. Yeah. So. You know, whether it's just that's something that they've got, uh, maybe that's a defense mechanism they've got. I don't know. It's all speculation. But again, it was interesting. So, yeah, again, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we will see you on the other side. Bye for now. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. (laughs) 